0: I'd like to share on a subject that that um, Pastor um, Rich was talking about, but I'd like to um, share a song first that I wrote from Psalm 137 called "By the Rivers of Babylon," where our Jewish people were exiled, you know for 70 years and had to dwell in a strange land. Uh, so uh, it touched me that chapter, so i like to share that song with you. Can you hear the guitar?
1: Upon the willows we hung up our harps. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, May my right hand forget her cunning. May my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. If I forget thee, O Jerusalem, May my right hand forget her cunning. tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth, for there our captors demanded of a song, saying "Sing, sing us a song of Zion, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? If I forget thee o jerusalem may my right hand forget her cunning may my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth if i forget thee o jerusalem may my right hand forget her cunning may my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth Oh, that the salvation of Israel Would come forth out of Zion When the Lord restores His people Let Israel rejoice and be glad Yes, let Israel rejoice And be glad, oh let Israel rejoice and be glad, hey, hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, the Lord keeps his word to redeem Israel. well hallelujah it's good to be here shalom um i like to tell a little joke how to start with did you know that there's tennis in the bible yeah joseph served in pharaoh's court <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh who won <laughs> And he won. That's right. He won. Yeah. Well, hallelujah. Let's just open this in prayer. Father God, I ask you that you just speak through your servant, Lord God. I just want to serve you, Lord God, and bless my brothers and sisters with your your heart, your word, Yeshua's name, Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I want to speak uh, to you of an issue that's critical for every follower of Yeshua, Jesus, as the brother... Rich mentioned, anti-Semitism is greatly on the rise, and in the last few years, we've been seeing unprecedented anti-Semitism in the world and here in the U.S. That since I've experienced since I've been uh, alive, you know that you know that Yeshua was Jewish, and so were all his disciples and the first followers of Yeshua. Later on, his disciples realized that the gift of salvation was also for the Gentiles, for all who believed. When God was preparing his plan of salvation, he chose not the most numerous peoples, lest it seem by human might, not by the most militarily or educationally advanced, lest it was by human wisdom. For Israel was born out of a generation of slaves, When God called Abraham to become the father of the Jewish people, he made them a promise in Genesis 12, 2, and 3. If you remember, he said, my heart's desire is to make you into a great nation, to bless you, to make your name great, so that you may be a blessing. My desire is to bless those who bless you, but whoever curses you, I will curse, and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And we know that from the Jewish people came the savior of the world. Came our holy bible, the most widely read book I think in the world. Very imp- And also came very important inventions like the laser, pacemakers, stainless steel, I'm sure uh, most of you know this. Um, um, just this is a, just a message that I've been giving that I'll be giving in churches. So also inventions like stainless steel, the cholera and bubonic plague vaccinations, the polio vaccination, which my brother had when he was two years old. Nuclear weapons and endoscopy. You know what endoscopy is. It's the tiniest little video camera that can search inside your body for what your need is. And, of course, Google.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. God chose one man, Abraham, and promised him a people, a purpose, a place, and in perpetuity. And though God had to discipline, discipline them twice, Israel, by exiling them from the land his promise to restore them always remained to this day. God said in Jeremiah 31 I'd like to read it. Jeremiah 31:35. So, this is what he said. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day, and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar, the Lord of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from before me, declares the Lord, then the offspring of Israel also will cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, if the heavens can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out below, then I also will cast off all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, declares the Lord. So when God makes a promise, he keeps it. He's a promise-keeping, faithful God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. um, Now I'd like to read from you, something. Now, we know that Satan has always tried to destroy Israel and the Jewish people to nullify God's word. Nations rose and fell to the relationship they had with this tiny but chosen nation. We know It says, um, well, we know that certain countries did rise and fall because of their treatment of the Jewish people. The Egyptians, Assyrians, Babylonians, Romans, Spain, Germany. You know, there were the uh, Inquisitions, if you remember, just the persecution of of the Jews, the Crusades also, and... um, And then we have a theology that came into the church early on called replacement theology that said, okay, the Jewish people didn't accept Jesus as their savior. Well, let's replace them. So there's the replacement of the church, certain church, you know, said, okay, we're the chosen people now. God has forsaken Israel. Well, he hasn't forsaken Israel. They're still there. Um, Martin Luther, I don't know how many people know this, but uh, Martin Luther said in his teaching, What shall we Christians do with this rejected and condemned people, the Jews? I shall give you my sincere advice, first to set fire to their synagogues in honor of our Lord and of Christendom so that God might see that we are Christians. I advise that their houses also be destroyed. I advise that their prayer books and Talmudic, which is a commentary on the Bible, uh, and their Talmudic writings be taken from them. I advise that their rabbis be forbidden to teach henceforth on pain of life and loss and limb. So, that was the famous Martin Luther, Then of course there were the Nazis who came and decided, well, these Jewish people are not really human; they're subhuman. Let's get rid of them. Even USSR, you know, uh, the communists—they were anti-Semitic. I'll give you a little—I may have shared this the other times, but my parents are were Holocaust survivors. They were from Romania. That's why my last name is Itescu. And um, they evaded the Nazis when they came to Romania. They uh, when I heard different stories. One of them was that they hid like the gypsies, because the gypsies came from Romania, and they hid so they weren't caught. So they weren't caught, and then when the war was over, they wanted to go to Israel, because they heard Israel was going to become a state. But they weren't able to get any passports or ID. So they were smuggled out of Romania by a Jewish agency from Israel. They had to walk because they were hiding. And uh, they had to walk from from Romania to southern Italy. And then to catch a boat, every six months, a boat would come from Israel to bring Jews to Israel, but there's a quota, because the British still were controlling Israel at this time, and they only allowed a certain amount of Jews to come in. If too many came, they'd send them to, uh, what was that island, Cyprus, uh, and they'd be in internment camps. And so there was a chance. Anyways, when they were waiting for the boat to come, I was
1: born.
0: (laughs) And, huh? Yeah, that wasn't good timing, you know, because we were in a refugee camp there, hiding. And I was crying because my mother's milk was sour because of the stress. And so she tried to give me away, but nobody wanted me, thank God. (laughs) So God had a plan, right? So anyways, um, but that's what my parents went through. And my brother had polio, while he was walking, and he couldn't walk much, so my father had to carry him on his shoulders a lot as they were going to to Israel, to Italy. But praise God, God spared us. And so, um, there's somebody who wrote, uh, Dr. Dehan, he wrote this book called The Jew and Palestine and Prophecy, and he said this about those who were trying to wipe out the Jewish people, Pharaoh couldn't drown them. Nebuchadnezzar could not burn them. The lions could not eat them. The whale could not digest them. And Haman could not hang them. Remember Haman and Esther? So, Satan will try, but he has not succeeded in eliminating the Jewish people. I'm testifying to that. And so, The biased media tells us that Israel is mistreating their Arab citizens. It's lies. Arabs come from surrounding countries to get medical help from Israel. They go in, you know, and uh, the Israelis, the doctors treat them. And yet, throughout all of history, no other group has been more persecuted than the Jewish people. The Book of Esther tells of a concerted effort to annihilate the Jewish people in the Persian Empire in the fifth century BC. In the Middle Ages, European church authorities blamed Jewish people for killing Jesus and even for spreading the plague, leading to widespread Jewish persecution and murder, the Black Death, remember that? Black. Jewish people repeatedly have been forcibly expelled from European countries, from France in the 12th to 14th centuries, from England in the 13th century, and from Spain and Portugal in the 15th and 16th centuries. Russian antisemitism denied even basic human rights to Jewish people for centuries, leading to genocide in the 1800s and the forced mass migration of Jewish people out of Russia and into Western Europe and America. The Nazi Holocaust forced Jewish families into ghettos, then herded them, uh, I'm sure you know this, and then herded them onto trains bound for work and extermination camps. There they were starved, tortured, worked to death, or executed. In all, the Nazis murdered about six million Jews. 63% of the Jews in Europe. And the persecution of the Jewish people is still widespread. In fact, since 2000, anti-Semitism has been getting progressively worse worldwide. And such undeniable bias is not just coming from the United States, from, is not just coming from the United Nations. Independent studies have confirmed the rapidly growing connection between anti-Semitism and the anti-Israel boycott. It's called the BDS movement, boycott divestment sanctions movement, especially on American college campuses. It means boycott any Israeli products, you know, that come in. In fact, there is clear evidence that many BDS and anti-Israel protests, which nearly tripled from 2015 to 2016, encourage violence against Jewish students. As one professor who has closely researched this issue has said, instead of just boycotting Israel, the anti-Zionists are now boycotting Jewish students. Sadly, all too often, it is not debate, but hate. The lines between political discussions on Israeli policy and discrimination toward Jewish students are being blurred. And in an inevitable parallel, attacks against Jewish synagogues and Jewish people in both Europe and the United States have been on a dramatic increase for several years. Don't, if you remember, was it Pittsburgh? Yeah, a few, about three, four years ago. Well, 2018, the worshipers, 11 worshipers were killed in the synagogue in, in Pittsburgh. That's the worst in U.S. history. And, uh, yep. Well, that's the history. And you know, we go back to like the AD 300s. There was a man called Constantine who often is called a hero of the Christian faith because as the emperor of the Roman Empire, he illegally banned persecution of Christians. I think that would be good. But he didn't stop there. He also legalized a growing division between Jews and Christians that laid the foundation for nearly 2,000 years of anti-Semitism. It was not Yeshua, Jesus Or the first Jewish apostles who started a new religion called Christianity. Yeshua came, died, and rose from the grave as the fulfillment of the Jewish laws and the Jewish prophets. It was early Greek and Roman leaders who created a growing chasm between Judaism and a new sect called Christianity. The faith of the Jewish and Gentile followers of Yeshua were originally called the Way, remember that. And for the first 300 years of Christianity, the Gentile followers of Yeshua kept the Passover. Uh, At that time, there was no celebration of Easter or or Christmas. In 2020, there were 2,024 incidents of assault, harassment and vandalism reported. In the past couple of months, we have seen these attacks, other attacks. In Skokie, Illinois, in Skokie, Illinois, it was a shattered window at a synagogue. In Florida, it was four men yelling, die, Jew, at a man wearing a skull then threatening to rape his wife and daughter. And in Manhattan, it was a group of people attacking a Jewish man in the middle of the street in broad daylight. From California to New York, a wave of anti-Semitic attacks has broken out in communities since the recent attack of Hamas on Israel. If you remember, just recently, a few months ago, Hamas in Gaza, who was allowed to, to have a community there by Israel. Well, they started throwing bombs, hundreds of bombs, on Israel. And um, thank God there was just less than a dozen people who were killed. But we're talking about hundreds of bombs. And then when Israel retaliated, all of a sudden, the world stood up and said, Israel, what are you doing? (laughs) And they just started having anti-Semitic attacks. We need to pray, brothers and sisters. in California, from California to New York, a wave of anti-Semitic attacks has been broken out in communities since, yeah, the recent attack on Hamas. God promised the Jewish people a land and its borders were to extend, it says in Genesis 15:18, from the river of Egypt to the Euphrates River, which is bigger than it is now. A <laughs> much bigger land, but that was the promise. Paul's heart for his people, Paul the apostle. I'd like to read what just what he expressed about what he felt about his about the Jewish his people in Romans chapter nine, one to five. I'm getting to my conclusion here. But Romans 9, 1 to 5. This is what uh, Paul said. I'm telling you the truth in Messiah. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies with me in the Holy Spirit that I have great sorrow and unceasing grief in my heart, for I could wish that I myself were accursed, separated from Messiah, for the sake of my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom belongs the adoption as sons, and the glory, and the covenants, and the giving of the law, and the temple service, and the promises, whose are the fathers, and from whom is the Messiah, according to the flesh, who is over all, God blessed forever, amen. Hallelujah! And I'm not just trying to put the Jews up, you know, I, I just want to make conscious of what's going on, you know, right now that I believe we, we need to pray for that protection. Then in uh, Romans, the next chapter, in 10, 1, Paul says, brethren, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for them is for their salvation. That's, of course, my heart, too. Hallelujah. People think that God has rejected the Jewish people. Let's look at, again, Romans 11, the next chapter, 11 1. What did Paul say here? I say then, God has not rejected his people, has he? May it never be, for I, too, am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, of the tribe of of Benjamin. Okay. And then let's look at. Um, 11. Verse 11, 11, 11. I say then. They did not stumble. So as to fall. Did they? When you know. Is not all Jewish people. accepted the Lord. When Yeshua came. May it never be. But by their transgression. Salvation has come to the Gentiles. To make them jealous and then 13 but i am speaking to you who are gentiles inasmuch then as i am an apostle of gentiles i magnify my ministry and so that's true you know how i came to know the lord through jealousy i was in, I probably shared this in the past but of course i was a jewish hippie in my early 20s uh looking for all kinds of highs you know and I just I found that there's one in southern Mexico called magic mushrooms, <laughs> and I was on my way towards to find them. Actually, I was on my way to South America to just, just have adventures. I get to this place in Mexico, and I'm looking for the magic mushrooms. And I meet these Mexicans in a, some cafe, and uh, they're so nice to me, you know, and they treat me to coffee, and uh, then. Um, They uh, entreated me to their house because I needed a place to stay because I'm hitchhiking. They offered to put me up. I said, wow, that's nice. So while I'm in their house, we're eating dinner, one of them asked me, do you believe in Jesus? I said, I'm Jewish. (laughs) They said, oh, we believe in your Messiah. I said, what? Who's my Messiah? (laughs) They said, Jesus. I said, why is he my Messiah? (laughs) He's described in your Bible. My Bible? You mean the Old Testament? Which I knew was the Jewish Bible, and the New Testament is the Christian Bible. Because I went to Hebrew school when I was a kid, and we learned about the Psalms and stuff. They said, yeah. I said, what? No, where? So they turned to Isaiah 53, and they started reading. He was bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our transgressions. By his stripes we are healed. He was cut off out of the land for my transgression, my people. I thought they were not translating their Spanish Bible right. <laughs> I said, it can't be that. You know, my, you know, so what did I do? I went and got an English Bible. So I went to an English Bible store. And I had to, because these guys, they were so nice. They were so loving. You know, here they're putting up a gringo in their house. They hardly knew me. So they, I knew there was something special about them. So I had to see, what is this? So I got an English Bible, and sure enough, it was there. I couldn't believe it. I said, "My rabbi, our rabbis never told us about that. So it ended up, I say, let me see what this New Testament is about. Because we always were taught it was an anti-Semitic book. You know, we were Christ killers. (laughs) That's what we were called. And so I decided to read, and the words just jumped out at me. This is who I was looking for. Because I was searching, you know. I knew drugs are not the answer. And, um, and I accepted the Lord. And that's how I came to know the Lord. So it's through the Gentile believers. I got jealous of their love, you know, and what they believed. So hallelujah. So brothers and sisters, I, I just pray that we could find ways to support Israel and and the Jewish people at this time when this outbreak of anti-Semitism has come up. Speak up if you hear anybody, you know, hear anti-Semitic or anti-Israel talk. God will bless you. Because he says, I will bless those who bless you, you know. And uh, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Write to your congressman, that you're not happy about the rise in anti-Semitism and its recent offenses, if you can. You know, Hitler, as I was saying before, he was able to exterminate the Jewish people, uh, was that he was convinced, well he convinced the Germans that Jewish people were subhuman. There was jealousy there, you know, and um, we just wanna pray for our Jewish people. You know, protection, Love, because it's the love that's going to bring them to, to know, to wonder what you've got. And of course, love for all, for all people. We want to see all people, all our families come to know the Lord. And that's how my mother came to know the Lord, you know. She was Orthodox Jewish, if you know what that means. And when I told her I believed in Jesus, she said, what? So said, don't you know what they did to us? I said, no, no, it's not. No real believers, you know, they, they love us, and then she said, all right, I see, you're much happier now, Hanan, because she knew how I was before, but please, don't tell your father about it, because, <laughs> you know, he was tough, anyways, so, I just, uh, you can join me in, uh, in prayer for our uh, people and for Israel. Father God, Havinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, thank you for my brothers and sisters, Lord God, that they have the heart for you, Lord God, and for Israel and our people, our Jewish people, Lord. And I uh, just pray that you bless them, Lord, and just, Father, give them wisdom, Lord God, how to know how to be a support when, when an opportunity comes up, Father God. And uh, we pray for peace. For Jerusalem, Lord God, that uh, seems like the other day there was another bombings coming uh, into Israel from Lebanon. Lord God, protect Israel, Lord God, and bring all the surrounding Arab countries to know you, Lord God, to come to you, Father. And and just bless the Jewish people here, Lord, and help us uh, just to pray for them and to love them, Lord, at this time, Father God. We ask this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. I'd like to just f- finish off with of a song. Is that okay? Um, okay. I'll hold on to this. This. Let me get the words here. Actually, the words are. You know, I'll need the words here. This is a song that really touched me Um, when I heard this song, just how it's called, I'll bring you back home, and how, and it's it's a video too, showing how the Jews, like my family, were brought back on a boat, and how how they responded when they landed on Israel. After two thousand years of wandering, like my parents, my parents, my 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 ancestors came from Israel two thousand years ago, but they ended up in Romania, you know, and um, so it's called, it's called yeah. Uh, I'll bring you back home, and so if you want to get the, um, and I'll sing it together with. Uh,
1: O daughters of Zion, O Abraham's sons, hear the words of your father, hear his promise of love. I will make you a blessing, so count the stars if you can. will finish my work You have no other shepherd You have no other lord Cream pastures are waiting In Zion more. I will bring you back home Bring you back home, oh my children. You will. But don't fear, oh, my daughters or sons.
0: It was us on one of those boats going to Israel. And I was just four months old. (laughs) No, no. No, no. We missed the first boat that came after I was born because I was too young. I was only eight days old when the first boat came. They wouldn't let us on because there's so many people. So we had to wait six more months for the next boat. But finally, and if it would have been the first time, Israel wouldn't have been a state yet. And we could have, if we were too many, we could have been sent to somewhere. But we got there. The next boat came three months after Israel became a state, and we didn't have to worry about being sent back. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Let me. Can I just give you the ironic benediction to bless you all? Can we all stand together,
1: please? <laughs> May the Lord bless
0: you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. And be gracious unto you. May the Lord Adonai lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his shalom. Yeah. Peace be upon you, my brethren. Amen. Amen.